On June 6, 2021, millions of voters in the South American nation of Peru went to the polls for the second round of the 2021 Peruvian general election. Two months earlier, on April 11, 2021, the first round of voting saw 18 political parties battle for control of the nation's legislature. As Peru uses a runoff voting system, the two parties with the most votes advance to a runoff election to determine which party the nation's president comes from. In this election, the left-wing Free Peru earned 18.92% of the votes, while the right-wing Popular Force earned 13.41%. These two parties advanced to an intense and bitter runoff election, where the two campaigns mostly focused on the Peruvian constitution, the COVID-19 pandemic, and the nation's economy, as well as a recent terrorist attack by a far-left militia that killed 18 civilians in San Miguel de Enye. Ultimately, Free Peru narrowly triumphed, earning 50.13% of the popular vote to popular forces 49.87%. Almost immediately after the election, Popular Force challenged the election results on the grounds of suspected voter fraud. However, the attempts to overturn the election ultimately failed and Free Peru leader Pedro Castillo was sworn in as president on July 28, 2021. Free Peru's victory has been cited as an example of Peru's shift towards the political left wing. However, it could perhaps also be explained by the controversial leader of the popular force and her infamous family name. Generally speaking, Latin American nations are known for their ethnic diversity. This is no surprise considering that these nations have histories of colonization, immigration, and intermarriage. Peru is no exception. According to the 2017 census, 60% of Peruvians are of mestizo or mixed European and indigenous ancestry. Another 25% are indigenous, with the vast majority belonging to the Quechua people. Another 6% are of white European descent, primarily Spanish, Italian, French, Portuguese, and British. An additional 4% of Peruvians are of full or partial African ancestry. Most importantly for this episode, 0.16% of Peruvians are of Asian descent. Asian ethnic groups prevalent in Peru include Chinese, Korean, and Filipino, but the most common self-reported Asian ancestry in Peru is Japanese. The first Japanese immigrants arrived in Peru in 1899, after Peru became the first Latin American nation to establish diplomatic relations with Japan. During World War II, the U.S. government influenced the Peruvian government to extradite Japanese Peruvians to the Japanese internment camps in the U.S. Today, one of the most famous Japanese Peruvians is Keiko Fujimori, known for being the leader of the aforementioned popular force. For virtually all Peruvians, her surname rings a bell in their minds. This is because, for 10 years, Fujimori's father served as president of Peru in one of the most controversial government administrations in Peru's history. I'm going to tell you all about him, right now, on Historia Obscura. Welcome to Historia Obscura. This is the 46th episode of this podcast, 
and I'm excited for you to listen to it. Special thank you to Patreon subscribers Barbara and Tom. If you want to receive a shout-out in every episode, among other benefits, help support this podcast by going to patreon.com slash Historia Obscura and becoming a patron. One more thing, make sure to stick around for a little to hear a message about the sponsor of this episode of Historia Obscura, Anchor. If you want to make your own podcast, you'll want to know everything about how to use Anchor. Alberto Kenya Fujimori Inomoto was born on July 28, 1938, in the Miraflores district of Lima, Peru. His parents, Naoichi Fujimori and Mutsue Inomoto, were immigrants from Kyushu, Japan. Although Fujimori's parents were Buddhists, they had him baptized as a Roman Catholic. Fujimori grew up speaking Japanese as a first language, however he was quickly able to pick up Spanish in school. After graduating high school, Fujimori enrolled at the National Agrarian University in Lima in 1957. In 1961, he graduated first in his class with a bachelor's degree in agricultural engineering. In 1964, Fujimori began attending graduate school at the University of Strasbourg in France. He later transferred to the University of Wisconsin in Milwaukee and obtained a master's degree in mathematics in 1969. In 1974, Fujimori met Susanna Higuchi, a Japanese Peruvian from Lima. The two married soon afterwards. In 1984, Fujimori became chancellor of the National Agrarian University. Starting in 1988, he also became famous for presenting this TV show Concertando, which reported on pressing environmental and agricultural issues facing Peru. Fujimori became interested in politics during the presidency of Alan Garcia, which was fraught with economic hyperinflation and social unrest. Fujimori joined Cambio 90, Spanish for Change 90, a right-wing political party supported primarily by evangelical Protestants. In 1990, Fujimori decided to challenge Garcia's left-wing Peruvian Aprista party in that year's presidential election. In the first round of voting, Fujimori came in second behind Mario Vargas Llosa of the center-right Democratic Front. Between the two rounds of the election, Fujimori sought to unite Catholic and Protestant voters under a mantra of social conservatism. He also campaigned against Losa's connection to the Peruvian political establishment, a drain-the-swamp platform, if you will. In the second round of the election, on June 10, 1990, Fujimori won a massive upset victory against Losa, earning 62% of the vote to Losa's 38%. Upon being inaugurated as president of Peru, Alberto Fujimori faced intense racism from his political opponents. Investigative news magazine Caretas published an article falsely claiming that Fujimori was actually born in Japan, which would make him ineligible to serve as president under Peruvian law. Later on, these allegations would be compared to the birther conspiracy theories targeting former U.S. President Barack Obama. Fujimori was nicknamed El Chinito, Spanish for the Little Chinaman, by his opponents, despite the fact that he is Japanese. 
Fujimori surprisingly embraced this nickname, and his supporters began using it as a term of endearment towards him. Later on, his critics would nickname him Chinochet after Chilean dictator Augusto Pinochet. Fujimori's first action as president was a series of sweeping economic reforms. These changes included the elimination of government subsidies, the loosening of tariffs, and the quadrupling of the minimum wage. These neoliberal reforms were actually much more extreme than what Fujimori proposed in his election platform, leading this period to be known as Fuji Shock. During Fuji Shock, the price of electricity, water, and gasoline spiked. Soon afterwards, Peru obtained loan funding from the International Monetary Fund, which led to massive foreign investment. The Peruvian government also sold state-owned enterprises to private corporations, and by 1994, the Peruvian economy was growing at an annual rate of 13%, the fastest in the world. At the time of Fujimori's inauguration, Peru was also plagued by an insurgency from the Shining Path, a revolutionary communist group led by the infamous revolutionary Abimael Guzman, codenamed Chairman Gonzalo. To combat the Shining Path, Fujimori established a death squad known as the Grupo Colina or Hill Group. In 1991, the Grupo Colina carried out the Barrios Altos massacre against a group of suspected Shining Path members. Fifteen civilians were killed, including an eight-year-old child. As a result, Fujimori's opponents in the Peruvian legislature moved to dissolve the Grupo Colina. In turn, Fujimori launched a self-coup on April 5, 1992. After announcing that he had dissolved the legislature, Fujimori ordered the military to fire tear gas at senators at the legislative palace. He then attempted to arrest former President Alan Garcia. Garcia was able to flee to Colombia, but from then on, Alberto Fujimori would rule over Peru with an iron fist. Following the successful self-coup, Alberto Fujimori drafted and implemented a new constitution that gave the president nearly complete control of the judiciary and curtailed civil liberties. Despite the fact that he had basically made himself a dictator, Fujimori had an approval rating of 85%, as the positive economic impact of Fuji shock still weighed heavily on the minds of Peruvian citizens. Fujimorismo, the ideology that revolved around Fujimori's right-wing populist ideals, as well as his extreme cult of personality, became extremely popular among Peruvians. Outside of Peru, however, there was an international backlash against Fujimori. Immediately following the self-coup, several South American nations severed diplomatic ties with Peru, and even the United States, which historically hasn't really had a problem with supporting autocratic right-wing foreign governments, ceased all foreign aid to Peru. Two weeks later, however, U.S. President George H.W. Bush officially recognized Fujimori's government due to their mutual opposition to the Shining Path. 
Speaking of the shining path, Fujimori struck a major blow against the organization in September of 1992 when Chairman Gonzalo was captured. Fujimori's war against the Shining Path was certainly not a clean one. As many as 3,000 suspected communist sympathizers were murdered by the Grupo Colina just in Fujimori's first term. This led many to realize the extent of his wrongdoing, including, get this, his own wife. In 1994, Fujimori's wife, Susanna Higuchi, publicly condemned him as a tyrant. Fujimori responded by stripping her of her title of First Lady, and the two separated later that year. After this separation, Fujimori's daughter Keiko would act as First Lady. Keiko Fujimori's husband, Mark Vianella, is an Italian-American originally from Bridgewater, New Jersey. The elder Fujimori was re-elected in a landslide victory in 1995, signifying that he had maintained immense popularity in spite of his extreme policies. Alberto Fujimori's second term was dominated by human rights abuses. In 1996, the Peruvian government began executing Plan Verde. According to Fujimori, Plan Verde's goal was to exterminate, quote, culturally backward and economically impoverished groups. In reality, Plan Verde was an unprecedented ethnic cleansing of indigenous Peruvians. Within four years, as many as 215,000 indigenous men and women were forcibly sterilized, often without anesthetic, as Fujimori believed their reproduction hindered economic growth. Ironically, Plan Verde would make the indigenous community even more impoverished, as the massive drop in births for four years led to a smaller youth population, which ultimately decreased the size of the workforce. After he was easily elected to a third term in 2000, it seemed that Fujimori couldn't be stopped by anyone, but there was one exception, his ex-wife. After Fujimori was re-elected, Susanna Higuchi publicly claimed that he had pocketed $12.5 million in Japanese donations to an organization for impoverished children back in 1990. As further allegations of corruption surfaced, Fujimori fled to Brunei and then Japan in November of 2000. He attempted to resign as president via fax, but the Congress of Peru denied this resignation, instead opting to remove Fujimori through impeachment. Democracy was restored to Peru, but Fujimori's opponents wanted him to face justice. The Congress of Peru then attempted to have him extradited by the Japanese government, but as Fujimori is a Japanese citizen through descent, the Japanese government refused. In the meantime, Fujimori's ex-wife became a Peruvian congresswoman for an opposition party, while his daughter Keiko and son Kenji continued to spread Fujimorismo in Peruvian politics. In 2005, however, Fujimori unexpectedly traveled to Santiago, Chile. He was arrested by Chilean police and extradited back to Peru, where he was put on trial for corruption, embezzlement, and human rights violations. In 2009, Fujimori was convicted of bribery, embezzlement, murder, aggravated assault, and kidnapping. He was sentenced to the maximum prison term allowed under Peruvian law, 25 years. In 2017, 
Fujimori was controversially pardoned by Peruvian President Pedro Pablo Kuczynski. However, the Congress of Peru retroactively voided this pardon in late 2018. Fujimori was returned to prison in 2019, and he is currently 83 years old, meaning that it is all but certain that Alberto Fujimori will die in prison. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Historia Obscura. I definitely enjoyed writing it. If you want to suggest an episode of Historia Obscura, send me a voice message at anchor.fm slash historiaobscura slash message. Feel free to leave your name and location, and if I like your idea, I'll make an episode of it and give you credit. Additionally, if you want to support this podcast, go to patreon.com slash historiaobscura and become a patron. And of course, I can't go without once again thanking this episode's sponsor, Anchor. They are by far the easiest way to make a podcast, so if you want to make your own, go to anchor.fm. With that said, this is Jack from Historia Obscura, signing off, but not for long.